The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Today, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I will just go right to the prophecies and prophetic instructions that you need to receive, hear, and meditate on. So take a listen. This is a word of the Lord instruction that I received last week, so I'm going to share with you to get you updated or confirm what God already revealed to you, all right? So just to encourage you, and for those of you who already heard from the Lord, that you move forward, it will encourage you, okay? I was in prayer uh, one day, and the Lord instructed me to tell His people not to get distracted, in which I shared with you from previous broadcast, to focus on Him, because God is uprooting the evil roots that is in Washington, D.C., that affects and the entire world feeds on it. And yes, there will be upheavals. I also released a prophecy several years ago that there will be strong earthquakes, physical earthquakes as well as spiritual earthquakes, which are happening simultaneously right now. And that is a good news because our God is a just God. Our God is a holy God. What we want to always meditate and remember and focus on is God shall fulfill his purpose upon your life or upon this country or the nations of the world. He is judging the nations as well as giving opportunities and protecting and providing for his people. He is a holy and a just and a loving God, and we belong to Him. It is He whom we need to place our trust. These things need to happen because God's righteousness and justice will be upon this country and upon the nations of the world. Many, many things are being exposed in Washington, D.C., And since the enemy exposed himself with the wicked who are not trying to hide their wickedness anymore, and they are calling good evil and evil good, and Jesus is saying to them, Woe to them! Not to us, but woe to them. Woes are coming upon them now, and there is no place to hide. The justice of God will sweep the nations and it will continue to increase in its intensity. So we must also increase our intensity in doing what is right and obeying the Great Commission and do what is right, especially when no one is looking. It doesn't matter. Our challenges right now, our pains and afflictions, they are temporary. So we have to take the kingdom of God by force. Let us focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us continue to preach the gospel of good news. And let us not talk about darkness and about the evil things that they're doing, okay? Focus on the light. In Genesis chapter 1, starting with verse 2, all the way through verse 4, 
and I'm going to read from NLT. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God did not talk about the dark and how the darkness is so dark. Instead, he called for the light and then separated the two. There will be a great separation now between the children of the light and the children of darkness. Okay? And you need to take sides. Whom you belong. You cannot straddle between two places, between two kingdoms. Amen? Jesus says that we are the light of this world. The body of Christ is now the light and should be the light in this present darkness. We are not going to talk about how dark it is and how evil the world is, but we will be the light to continue to bring hope to the world by preaching the gospel and by showing and living godly lives and be the answer to the ills of this world. And at this time also, like the book of Genesis, the Holy Spirit is hovering, waiting for the sons of light, for the sons or children of God to speak light, to speak life upon this dark world. Okay? And we are God's children, and we are the member of the body of Christ, and we're supposed to call forth the light by being the light ourselves. Okay? We don't talk about darkness. Another prophecy with instruction. This is another prophecy that I need to release with you, okay? God is going to open doors of opportunities every week for those who are faithful and obedient to Him. We cannot delay our obedience and we have to finish the task based on God's timeline or completion or completion and not based on our own schedule. I have witnessed that in last month. Every week, there's a, there is a blessing, there's opportunities that are opening up. So make God our priority, our Lord Jesus our priority. These doors of opportunities are too big. They are so big. They are to manifest the transfer of wealth, the transfer of influence in our times. Also keep in mind what Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, all the way through verse 12. He who is faithful in little will be faithful in much. We have to be faithful on our present task ahead, okay? And another prophetic instruction for the body of Christ is to avoid delays. The plan of God for our lives, for our country, so that many people will not perish, okay? Everything is a heart issue, and God searches and looks at our hearts. And this is one thing that my instruction is, make sure to remind my people and to tell my people not to cause delays. Like for example, one family, one committed sin, or they are rebellious, and every member of the household, especially the parents, they need to do the right thing. They need, they, they need to take a stand as far as their son or daughter and they need to follow God. 
if you're going to do that, God looks at the heart. And even though they are in, the, in their legal age that you cannot tell them anything, at least tell them and then pray for them. But you do not get caught up in that storm so that things will not be delayed for the other members of the family or for you, whether your ministry, whether for the transfer of wealth, whether for what God has promised or the desires of your heart. Always do the right thing and then stay out of other storm, okay? God's plan for Joseph came to pass in spite of the evil intent of his brothers, in spite of the false accusation of Potiphar's wife. Why? Joseph did not sin against God. And remember, God is holy and he is just. And the scripture was very clear. The Lord was with Joseph. He did not take Joseph away from being a slave. He used his present condition to look at his heart and to see whether he is still going to be with God. And then God gave the Pharaoh a dream that nobody can give the interpretation except Joseph. God makes sure of that. No wise man on the planet Earth will be able to give that interpretation except through Joseph. And Pharaoh realized that nobody's qualified to take over, to oversee this seven years of plenty and seven years of famine other than Joseph. Was the plan of God got delayed because of the sins of uh, Joseph's brothers or Potiphar's wife? No, no. In spite of him being a slave, in spite of him being in jail, when it was time, the Lord made sure that Joseph's fulfillment of the dream and the vision that God gave him manifested. Same thing with you, okay? God is looking at us right now. He's counting on us, his people, to do something and to obey him for what is happening to this country, to the world. And he is looking at us to bring this to a godly end. That righteousness will come, that this country will turn around towards righteousness. We will not be able to accomplish this by political partisanship, by promoting ourselves, by wishing and prophesying death upon your enemies and destruction of our enemies. Example, some anointed ministries, big ministers, they're mocking President Biden instead of praying for him. Instead, praying for his deliverance, for the sake of the country, for him to repent, for him to do the right thing. Or we can even pray, as we continue to pray, that God will frustrate any policies or any plans that this administration have that are not in accordance to God's will. We can pray that and God will answer that because we're not praying for his, for his destruction or his death. But do not hate him. Do not mock him. We do not want God to withdraw his hand from dealing with the wicked because we rejoice in their downfall instead of praying and lamenting. Are you getting this? We cannot talk about the darkness and the evil things that are happening all around us. We need to get busy in believing God and walking in step in what he's doing. Okay? And if you don't know how to pray, you pray in the Spirit, okay? 
I, well, I don't know, and I don't believe in that. Pray that the will of God be done upon this country, upon your lives, upon this earth, as it is in heaven. You can, you can pray for that, okay? Also, read the book of Nehemiah. Then you will know how important for us Christians to pray that we will maintain the sovereignty of this country by closing our borders to illegals. Are you getting this? We need to have our borders secured, but of Christ. Well, let's read Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Hanani, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were going in Jerusalem. They said to me, Things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem, our country, United States of America, is in trouble. And it is reflected on the body of Christ. Okay? It is under our watch. We cannot shy away from it. You can blame me. You can blame others. But God is going to hold you accountable. Okay? So things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire. When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. Keep in mind that Nehemiah was already in a good position. He is living a luxurious life by being the cupbearer for the king. He was having, living the good life. But his heart is towards returning to Jerusalem, to returning to Israel. That is his heart. His heart desire is for the nation of Israel to return to Jerusalem. And Nehemiah prayed and God touched the hearts of the king and the queen. And of course, there are oppositions. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 19 to 20, says, But when Sanballat, Tobish, and Geshem, the Arab, heard of our plan, they scoffed contemptuously, What are you doing? Are you rebelling against the king? They asked. And look at Nehemiah's declaration, okay, in verse 20. I replied, The God of heaven will help us succeed. We, his servants, will start rebuilding this wall, but you have no share, legal right, or historic claim in Jerusalem. He made that declaration, and he said, The God of heaven. So did he focus? He focused on the God of heaven that will help them succeed, and they did. A godly, righteous leadership is needed in this country, politically, economically, every sector of society, including the body of Christ. We must examine our hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to convict us, to guide us, and to teach us, because if we'll do this, we have the ears of our almighty God. He will listen to us instead of, instead of uh, the wicked. Now, everybody is affected by this open border policy. We are a disgrace before the world. We are losing our influence. And this is happening under our watch. Okay? 
Are we so arrogant and self-righteous to mock our enemies, wherein we need to humble ourselves before the Lord because we let this thing happen? Because remember what Jesus said in Matthew 28, All power and authorities in both heaven and earth have been given to me. And he turned around and gave that name, his name, to us. Okay? So everybody is going to be affected by this and the future of our children and children's children. Mordecai, in the book of Esther, when he rebuked Esther, just imagine that Mordecai is now pointing his finger at you here in the United States of America. Like Esther, she refused to get involved. After all, she's a queen and she's living the life. But we don't have any choice now, okay? We are being given a choice to take sides. We need to leave this earth a better place for our children and children's children, and they will thank God for our obedience. So let me read Esther chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. Mordecai sent this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you are in the palace, you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just a time as this. You are in a position where you're not. You were raised up for such a time as this. Okay? The third prophecy for this month is this. I already mentioned that previously. Christians are going to be forced to choose sides, like the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation. Whether you're going to serve God and obey Him or not, but no in-between anymore. No more lukewarm Christians. Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 through 19. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I'll spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed by your nakedness and ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. If you say that, well, I'm, I don't concern myself, I'm just doing my own business, uh, the things in the kingdom of our God, if you are a Christian, if you're a believer, it involves you. Because the condition of a given country reflects on the condition of the church and where we're at. Okay? Now God is saying to us, you choose, whether you'll be cold or you'll be hot, but you cannot be lukewarm. Those who still love the world, the ways of the world, now must choose, or else God will turn you over to your own worldly desires. We cannot straddle between the two worlds now. Either you're in the kingdom of God 
or you belong to the kingdom of this world. Many of you, especially you young ones, you still enjoy being with your ungodly friends. And what do you talk, what do you talk about when you're with them? Carnality? Talking the world's way? You're not influencing them. But instead, you are being drawn back to their world, which is darkness. But you have to choose sides now. So one thing that you need to do today is allow the Holy Spirit to examine your hearts. I kept on telling everybody, even uh, the members of uh, Freedom Fellowship Church, I cannot minister to you prophetically because God and yourself, it will be better if you hear from God direct through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. We need to be a student of the Holy Spirit instead of student of the Bible. Because when you call and rely on the Holy Spirit as your teacher, He will reveal things to you. He will give you understanding of the Word of God. And He will even tell you of things to come. That's what Jesus promised. And that's why Jesus says, It is good for me to go away, to be with my Father, so that my Father will send the Holy Spirit who will guide you into all truth, not just majority of the truth, but the whole truth. And do not use the prophetic words like a shortcut. I want to hear personally from, from the Lord, and then I, I'll go ahead and do it. No, depend on God, okay? I am here to prepare God's people for the works of service in accordance to Ephesians 4.11. And believe me, you'd rather hear from God. You'd rather experience the glory of the Lord. You'd rather hear His voice instead of mine. Because there is nothing to it. With all the training, with all the, the prophetic conference and prophetic schools that I have held in the past, I continue to try to teach and entice people to spend time with the Lord, to love Him, because there is nothing to it. Once you hear His voice, and once He starts using you in the supernatural, you will not desire, you will reject what the world has to offer to you, because you know, and then you start saying, in Him I live and move and have my being. It is important for us to understand that, my dear brothers and sisters. And this time we have to take sides. And do not delay your obedience. And if, if you are afflicted, if you are in pain right now, if it's concerning about your health, believe and join me in my faith that you were the healed at the cross thousands of years ago, that it is the will of God that you'll be in good health, that you will prosper even as your soul prosper. That is the heart of our loving God, and he never gave up on you. So in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of death that is upon you, and I loosen forth life in the name of Jesus. I come against pain from your physical body, any abnormalities 
in the name of Jesus, I call forth the replacement of any organs or any body parts that needs replacement in Jesus' name. I command your liver to regenerate itself in the name of Jesus. I command all good cells to regenerate yourself and all the bad cells to be expelled from your physical body in the name of Jesus. I call forth clarity of mind. I come against dementia. I come against any Alzheimer's in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that my brother and sister is healed and delivered from diabetes and from any other, from any other medications as they've been taking. I bind the side effects of any medications or any procedures that were done in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for restoring the days, even their finances, even opportunities that were lost in the past. And I thank you, Father, for your grace and for your mercy in Jesus' name. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.